Regis, are you ready to atone for your sins? I'm ready. You ready to stop being a sinner? I'm ready. Well, then it's time for you to come into the light. I'm ready. For all our followers out there, we have started a new hashtag that is going viral. It is hashtag whip out your balls for Jesus. And uh, I feel like it's really spreading the word of what our communion is about. I can't tell you how many places I whipped my balls out for Jesus. Yeah. At the library. Such a release. The cathedral. The bowling alley. You can do this, Regis. I can't anymore. <laughs> All the places that I whipped my balls out for Jesus. Mm-hmm. Just let it out. Oh, that's the thing, Todd, is I have been. <laughs> been letting it out too much. Now that's where you're a sinner. When we're in a room together already, it's it gets weird with I faked the moon landing so you wouldn't get murdered. That right there with the Illuminami. Strange noises. And that would be cocaine. I could be an alien. You ready, motherfuckers? Yes. yes. <laughs> Regis, something amazing happened today. What happened? It happened. It 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 happened? It happened. We're officially celebrities. We are? Yeah. Starting now? I am wearing my scapegoat shirt. Uh-huh. I went to the Maverick by my house to okay. get beer. Uh-huh. And took the beer to the cash register. Yes. And the girl at the register goes, oh, you listen to scapegoats? I was like, what? She's like, yeah, the podcast. You listen to them? They're, they're really good. I like them a lot. And I was like, I actually make the podcast. Oh, and she's like, oh, cool. And, I mean, this is where it gets less cool. Oh. I, it's still still all right. It's not a big deal. But she's like, oh, so you're probably the one who left the scapegoats card <laughs> in the beer aisle. <laughs> yeah, that was me. <laughs> Just blame that on me next time. <laughs> no, man, that was Regis. He does that all the time. Yeah, and so, <laughs> so I mean, it's not as uh, as exciting, I guess, because, I mean, she's clearly listen to it because I go there very regularly to that Maverick <laughs> and will occasionally what leave cards a coincidence. There. But I mean, it was still cool to be like, yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I do listen to said podcast because <laughs> I exciting. also create it. What was her name? Can we say her name? Uh, uh, Maverick employee. Lacey? Uh, Linda? Sure. Crystal? Yes. I don't know why I'm saying names that I know. Um, Marcy? And, and it, you're making me feel bad now because I really should Demetria. have noticed our first fan and be like, oh, yeah, your name. Latofia. Lamy? Uh, Latofi. Latofi. Thank you, Latofi. Thanks, Latofi. You're the best. But except you're not better than our other goats because all our goats are great. Right? <laughs> you're like, I don't know. Fucking... All of them. <laughs> but yeah, so that was pretty... It's like it felt really warm to my heart. That's for sure. That's really cool. I yeah. I'm excited to be a celebrity. I've never been one before. Welcome to the inner circle, my friend. <laughs> this is Welcome exciting. to being a small town celebrity. Wow. I'm gonna tell all the people that used to tell me I would never do anything to fuck off now. Yeah. Say hey, fuck off. Somebody that I wasn't there for noticed something that I do, <laughs> and I'm kind of a celebrity now. Well, and they'll go. Good job. Take that. <laughs> we are celebrities of the Utah. Fuck you. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, so we went. I went out and grabbed us some beer. Um, and it was a 15-pack for $8. Oh, that was this trip? Yeah, that was just barely. Like, oh, just barely. That's cool. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, I think it's funny getting a 15-pack for $8. It doesn't mean it's going to be a bad beer. But I think <laughs> it's fair to say that it's not going to be a good beer. <laughs> However, uh, tip trick for the drinking tips. Yes. What? Go on. <laughs> Take mediocre beer. Yes. Mix it with your favorite honey whiskey. But boom, the light, the lightness of the beer just acts as like a distillant for the whiskey, and it just tastes like one big balanced out whiskey. Mm-hmm. Surprising. It's grand. So yeah, tastes so great. Thanks to uh, no name beer, I won't say because I just kind of called it bad. And honey whiskey. <laughs> and honey whiskey. <laughs> also, guys, I want to just uh, start off. Thanks again for listening to Scapegoats. And if you could go rate the podcast on iTunes and Facebook, it would be greatly appreciated. Uh, it doesn't have to be five stars. Just give us your fa- your honest opinion. And if it is five stars, then that's fucking awesome. Even better. Even better. Deal, man. Anything else you want to say, or should we just, like, fucking... <clears throat> I mean, I've got a lot of things to say, but I don't want to go on a tangent or anything before we get started. Seriousness to all those that I mean, we'll probably say this at the end. Thanks for listening for those that have listened this far. I think we're saying a lot of these things right now mm-hmm. just because we've been on a escape from yeah. mind blowing for a minute. Yeah, not a lot of people know that the last episode we just released was actually recorded two months ago. Yep. And so after we did our Q and A episode, we ha- we haven't really done anything for the last month. We kind of cleared our brains. <sighs> yeah. So it's nice to be back, and we missed. Back? I missed. Yeah, I missed you. I missed you. We I just, saw you I like you. Uh, three hours ago, and that was devastating when I had to leave work. But it's <laughs> <laughs> psych. <laughs> <laughs> but I've I've missed this. I've missed the, the people listening to my voice, which doesn't yeah. make any sense because I don't hear me listening to people listening to my voice. Does that make sense? Yes. I missed, <laughs> I missed this. Yeah, you missed it. It's good. I missed it too. And we're back. 100%. Cool. All right. So, <laughs> this one, I... This that, was my, that was my tangent non-tangent. It was a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a good one. Don't worry. Okay, good. So, this episode is going to be fun. Uh, I, I don't think it's going to melt your brain like the last five or so episodes. Okay. But uh, it'll be good. I'm excited. Okay. The Banshee is a female spirit of Irish origin. Cool. Yeah. Uh, she has a deafening, disembodied, piercing wail that warns of impending death. Wait, so is, she, is she a spirit? Yes. Okay. Uh, originally, she grieved for one of the Ireland's five major families. Banshee? So he said? A banshee, yeah. Um, and in Irish, I believe banshee actually means, like, crying fairy or something like that. But it's evolved into... Being a more of a ghostly spirit. Wait, there's an Irish language? I thought there was just yeah, it's an... Gaelic. Oh, I thought there was just an Irish accent. Oh no, yeah, there's an, well, there's a full-on language of Irish. I knew that. You're good, dude. Well, I knew it and I didn't know it, but it's you digress. I... <laughs> exactly, but <laughs> I digress. Her lament is said to be the first warning in a household that will be having an imminent death of a loved one. Ooh, yeah. spooky. Uh, she may also appear in the form, or she may appear in form, 
but it's very rare. You usually just hear the wailing cry. Yeah. Um, but when you do see her, the form is a, often depicted as a disheveled old hag. Yeah. Like Nanny McPhee? I mean, think of that, but like maybe tattered rags and um, a really bad cocaine problem? Dwight's aunt? Yes. Okay. That's fair. A doppelganger is a spirit double. And if you catch a sight of one, of like your own doppelganger, at least in folklore, it's a sign that you'll either soon be struck with terrible illness or die. No way. Yeah. I've heard that before. Yeah. If you ever run into yourself, that means you're about to die. So that is that an Irish folklore thing? No. So this one's this one is actually German. Doppelganger is German, and it literally translates to double goer. Oh. Yeah. Um, Speaking of, this is off subject. I got a picture of someone that my mom works with. Yeah. That looks identical to my sister. Holy shit! That looks exactly like Macy. That you're like, whoa, wait, what? A, wait mm-hmm. a second. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. Craziest. I went to school with her. What? That is crazy. I feel bad because I don't. So remember. does that mean Macy's gonna get sick, or does that mean that that girl is gonna get sick? If they run into each other, then that's okay. okay so oh, who's yeah. the one that one that falls ill? Okay. So if a family member sees your doppelganger, it said that, you, like, if your mom saw your dop- doppelganger, you would get sick. So, but if you saw your doppelganger, you'd die. Soon, at least. Okay. Um, and so it's thought that the doppelganger, if the doppelgangers communicate with their human twin or whatever, um, then that's a bad omen. So if you ever see a doppelganger, don't talk to it. Wait. Because okay. doppelgangers may whisper malicious and misleading counsel or ideas into their double's ear. So let's take this sister and coworker situation yeah. going on here. Let's do it. So if they meet each other, yeah. who's the one that's going to die? I, I mean, I'm not. It's not in for me to say what the cosmos will uh, fucking thing do. You know what I mean? Like it's fate, bro. Okay, maybe that's just, I guess one of them. That's all the qu- I, that doesn't lead to any further conversation. Okay, well, thanks. I guess. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so don't listen to your doppelganger because they'll tr- probably try to mislead you into reaching your death sooner. Ooh. But yeah, so the mythology of the doppelganger has been around for thousands of years in German folklore, Mm -hmm. and it's spread across since then. Uh, Some other ones. If you ever hear three unexplained knocks on your door or window, it may be a sign that someone you know is about to die. Or your neighborhood kid is selling chocolates. (laughs) And you were like, oh, shit. Somebody's at the door. Three knocks. What the fuck's going on? You go out there and check. You look out the peephole. You don't see no one. What the fuck? This is a bad omen. You open the door. It's a small three thing. Foot, three foot tall child. I am selling chocolates for my school. I want to get a fidget spinner. And so if, <laughs> I, if I sell this whole box, I get a fidget spinner. <laughs> Sorry, kid. My daughter's doing the same thing. <laughs> But at that point, if you're open the door, you're in a complete panic. <laughs> right. Oh, 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 God. Small child oh, God. asking for chocolates and money. Okay. Uh, a sparrow in folklore can be considered good luck if you see one passing by. 
But if one were to fly through your bedroom window, then that's a bad omen as a sign of your untimely death. I don't like any of these. No. I've never had a sparrow come in through my window. That's good. Me neither. So, I mean, fucking keep your window shut like a normal human being. Okay, does this count? There was a cabin that I was building in Colorado. Okay. The windows were not completely built. There That's was not no... a window. That's just a hole in a building. Okay. Because <laughs> birds came through. I don't know if there was sparrows. It was at nighttime. Or not night. It was dawn. Mm-hmm. So it could have been a sparrow. I mean, it's possible. Came through into, into the cabin. But it wasn't a window. <clears throat> yeah, let that out. It, but it was, a, like you just said, it was a hole in a building. Yeah, I'd say, it's, yeah, I mean, without it, like, boom, being sealed off. I don't know if uh, spirits and shit know the difference, but. They probably don't. I mean, sparrows, sparrows that, probably know the difference. Are they that sophisticated? I don't know. Who cares? But. <laughs> <laughs> so, these are these are some examples of harbingers of death. Harbingers. Yeah, but other people, especially in the northeast of America, would say that seeing red eyes in the night is the only harbinger of death that you need to look out for. Ooh. Just imagine my neck popped all creepily. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it popped a little, but you did not hear it at all. <laughs> all right. On November 12th, 1966... Five men were digging a grave at a cemetery near Clendenin, West Virginia, and they claimed to see a man-like figure fly low from the trees over their heads. Yeah. They couldn't get a good look at it, but they all noticed that it had large wingspan and definitely wasn't a bird. This is believed to be the first sighting of... The Grim Reaper? Oh my god, no. Oh. The Mothman. Oh, what the fuck? Mothman. What? Mothman? Have you heard of Mothman? No, but I talked about moths today. Ooh, I know. When you were telling me about moths, I was like, oh. I was trying to think of something funny, and then a ping pong ball came flying at me. So, Yeah. Why does this happen? I feel like every time before we record, I say something, and it's like... Something happened. Oh. I think it's our... You know how, like, uh, women's cycles can get linked up? Yeah. Uh, Our dumbness brains get all linked up. The dumb cycle? Yeah. And so I've been thinking of, like, oh, we're going to be recording this episode. And then you start thinking about moths. It has to. That makes the only logical sense. The only thing that makes sense. (laughs) Mothman. Yeah. I can't say I've known... I don't know much about Mothman at zero things other than that that's a thing. Okay. Deal. Well, I will take it as you know zero things. Okay, <laughs> maybe episode one or episode two, it was like rate the stars of how much I know about yeah. Mothman. Point one stars. Yeah, okay, that's fair. IMDB would say that's a failure, so let's do it. <laughs> so shortly after these, these grave diggers saw this Mothman flying over, on November 15th, 1966... Two young couples from Point Pleasant, Roger and Linda Scarberry, and Steve and Mary Millette, told police they saw a large gray creature whose eyes glowed red when the car's headlights picked it up. They described it as large flying man with a 10-foot wingspan, and it was following their car while they were driving in an area outside of town known as the TNT area. 
And we'll go into the TNT area a little bit more in a minute. Is that, is that had to do with mining? No, it had to do with it. Was, it I'll, okay, fine. I'll talk about it now. Bridges, go. It's now a good time. <laughs> Now's a good time, I guess. And so the TNT area is it's an old ammunitions depot there, and they've got several different shacks of these just large ammunition areas. Mm. Um, but there was also other things stored there as well. Um, and it is now a, excuse me, sorry. Uh, it's now a forest animal reserve, but those large, those large containers and storage shacks are still there. Filled with TNT? I don't, I don't think they're filled with anything anymore, Oh. but the old structures are still there. Okay. Yeah. But so they were driving through this area and... And it, so, yeah, it's the site of a former World War II munitions plant. And after seeing the creature, they immediately turned around and started driving back to the city. And they said they almost got up to 100 miles per hour because they were just so fucking freaked out. It, this mean, was in 66? Yeah. But the creature... Yeah. <laughs> Those cars right. weren't going that fast. I mean, who knows? I don't know what car they were driving. The Pontiac, maybe? It could be. I mean, I we at least know it wasn't the Pontiac Firebird because that was 69, so... Um, after seeing, yeah, so after seeing the creature, they turned around, but the creature just chased them and was easily able to match pace with them. Going a hundred miles an hour. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and it followed them for several miles before turning back around and heading back to the TNT area. Considering like falcons can soar at speeds of like 50 or 60 miles an hour, right? Yeah. I think Maybe they get faster. up to 60, 60. That sounds so right. Mothman can go a hundred miles an hour. Allegedly. Impressive. I know, right? Yeah, and it said it. They said it wasn't like tailing them. It was like right with them. Like it was, so it wasn't maybe even really straining to get up to a hundred. So I, this is the sake of arguments, which we can get all to. But <laughs> this is talking about when I say a hawk soaring, that means them like diving down. Like you said, a falcon. Oh, a falcon. Yeah. What did I just say? You a just hawk? really said a hawk now. Falcons. Well, I mean, hawks are fast too. They're all fast. Yeah. Um, them soaring from up above mm-hmm. and then like diving down. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that's how fast they can get when they're like a zing. Like, yeah. yeah, the peregrine falcon goes like fucking bananas fast. Once. But what these guys are talking about is Mothman like flapping his wings. It's just going at it. Going mm-hmm. straight line. Yeah. yeah. So pretty fucking creepy. Right? I'm... I'm, yeah, no outrunning this guy. Uh, During the next few days, other people reported similar sightings. Two volunteer firemen saw it saying that it looked like a large bird with red eyes. Um, And the Mason County Sheriff there in West Virginia, George Johnson, commented that he believed the sightings were just due to an unusually large heron that he termed the shite poke, Uh, which apparently I looked up shite poke. And it's a, a common slang term for large herons uh, because apparently if you disturb a heron, they fucking shit everywhere before <laughs> flying away. <laughs> <laughs> Which has nothing to do with the story, but I felt like it was worth noting <laughs> <It's> that, <laughs> that a shite poke, if you ever see a big heron, Run after it, I guess, just to see if it uncontrollably shits everywhere. <laughs> it's like in a complete panic. Get rid of I everything! Guess, I guess it's a Which way? mechanism. Anyway! Down! Out! Go! I need a quick boost to be able to fly faster. 
<laughs> Man, I'm jealous. <laughs> Me too. You get scared so easily. It'll just be the best day of my life at work if I get you shit your pants. Oh, man. But anyways, so a contractor, Newell Partridge, told police that all the electronics in his house were flickering for about 10 minutes. And then he noticed a strange buzzing noise coming from his TV. That's when he heard a loud, unearthly scream <gasps> outside of his house. A doppelganger. No, a uh, Irish ghost. <laughs> Banshee, maybe. Banshee. Know. Yeah. And his dog, who he claims is not aggressive, wasn't, wasn't ever aggressive, started growling and barking uncontrollably. Um, and it was just staring at the door, barking uncontrollably. Ooh, that gives me chills. Yeah. Um, and so Partridge looked out the people. There was nothing there. He opened the door. And he said, and "There was a three, or there was a little kid selling chocolate." <laughs> hey, sir, I just really want a fidget spin. I mean, they're not going to be around for another like fifty years, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He opened the door, and he said he grabbed his flashlight and he was aiming it around, and he saw a creature nearby in the fields, and its eyes, he said, glowed like bicycle reflectors. Even before he got the flashlight up, he saw these just giant glowing red eyes. And then when he got the flashlight there, just boom, just pierced back at him. His dog ended up chasing after the creature into the woods, and it never came back. The dog? Yeah. (gasps) And so he he blamed the buzzing noises from his television set and the disappearance of his German Shepherd on this creature. That's sad. Yeah. So unfortunately, dog didn't make it. Or maybe he was just like, fucking peace, bro. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> Gonna go bang other wild dogs or something. I don't know. It is West Virginia. Which I don't know what that means, but I mean, okay. <laughs> I didn't either. I just thought someone would understand and be like, yeah, he's totally uh, right. West Virginia. They're fucking lousy with wild dogs. <laughs> Worse than Puerto Rico. All right. So wildlife biologist Dr. Robert L. Smith uh, at West Virginia University told reporters that descriptions and sightings all fit the sandhill crane. It's a large American crane, almost as tall as a man, with a seven to ten foot wingspan, um, and it feature and it's got featuring r- large red circles of reddish coloring around their eyes. Um, and so their actual eyes aren't red; it's just they've got huge, big red patches of the feathers there. Hmm. Um, and they're they're not l- like a they're not native to the region. And so he's just saying, oh, maybe the bird just wandered out of its migration route, which isn't uncommon. And so he's thinking this particular crane just isn't, it wasn't recognized at first because no one's seen it in that region. And so now they're freaking out. Hmm. But I'm going to talk about this for a minute. That's a, that's a stretch a little bit. Yeah. And so, I mean, I'm not going to go ahead and just straight out say, oh, no, it's the Mothman. But I'm going to hurry and pull up a picture here of the Sandhill Crane. So people are saying it's got the body of a man. So I would say first thing that's a problem when looking at the Sandhill Crane, uh, it's fucking legs. Yeah, it's big. But but those legs are like, those are thin little bony bird legs. Like a flamingo. And they were saying that the, the neck... Like, the neck is, like, here. Like, it's a lot of, like, descriptions of it. It's this giant man, but, like, its neck is almost 
bent into its shoulders like it doesn't have a neck so its head's just lower and so the eyes almost appear to be at shoulder length at like shoulder height hmm and so i mean so the one thing i did see is when i was looking at the sandhill cranes in a defensive position like when they're about to like fucking attack like and fight other sandhill cranes mm-hmm. it does stack its head down to where its eyes would be at shoulder length okay um, which I can't find a picture of here. Okay, here's kind of one. I mean, you can kind of see, like, yeah, like it, it like it'll kind of tote it down in. And so that could explain like the eyes being shoulder length, maybe. But I mean, but at the same time, like its head is small, its neck is really thin, and I mean, yeah, it's a fucking big bird, almost the size of a man. You know what I mean? But I would say my biggest problem with that is the very small head and the very thin legs that doesn't i feel like even if i saw that in nighttime if i'm spooked i wouldn't immediately think oh that's a man shaped bird thing you know what i mean i don't know i'm following you it the, the i've seen one person in my life that has a really big upper body and pencil thin legs now you can tell they focus a lot on their chest back and arms yeah yeah but they've never worked out their legs in their life yeah, and I've seen him. He's really the long. closest person that I've ever seen that resembles a bird. That's fair. One. One. One guy. Out of all 1.3 billion people that I've seen in the planet. Yeah. I've seen that. Do you? Can you believe that? I've seen 1.3 billion people on the planet. <laughs> wow. That's, that's a fact. That is crazy. Isn't it? That is crazy. So now that I've shown you what the Sandhill Crane looks like, I wasn't going to show you a picture of the Mothman. Okay. But knowing that you've said you haven't seen the mothman at all okay um I, I figured i need to pull up some pictures so here's some like just least oh. free to be able to scan through so yeah see like this one here big huge wings kind of man-like shape but then the the eyes are almost like it looks like it starts at the shoulders like it's got a small head i don't think that like resembles that the that crane at all yeah i mean and sh- sure these are still art you know these are depictions of course they're not sightings but yeah you know i mean at least what people have drawn sketches that doesn't look like a sandhill crane. Is that? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I don't think they resemble. Yeah. And unfortunately, a lot of these pictures here, like some of these you can see are kind of birdish looking more and kind of like feathery furriness. Because the wings. Yeah. But, and then some of them here, like, oh, they're trying to make it look like a moth. You know, they've added like moth Like a superhero. Tops and stuff. Yeah. I mean, like that one that's got like moth feathers with the little tendrils coming out of its head but realistically it doesn't look like a moth it looks more it has more bird-like features um but it's a lot of the art especially now has just changed it to looking like a moth but the name only kind of just started and spreading in the newspapers after more and more and more sightings started happening and so other names that were used at first before Mothman started getting popular were Man-Sized Birdman, <laughs> The Thing, Creature, Monster. Um, very generic. But yeah, but of course, yeah, those aren't very original. <laughs> uh, well, another one, they almost called it Batman, but they're like, oh, well, that doesn't work either. Oh, man. Uh, so Bird-Like Creature, Winged Monster, The Bird were uh, the most popular ones before Mothman was just brought in. doesn't really look like a moth, but it sounds good. Yeah, you know what I mean? sounds they, cool. 
It sounds better than Birdman or but winged monster bird-like creature thing. Wing, the winged <laughs> monster. Yeah. So one paper used that and, it, oh, hey, that's a good one. It's a little creepy. It sounds good. And so more and more pen- papers eventually just kind of followed along using that name. Makes sense. Yeah. In early December, some residents of Point Pleasant started having nightmares of watching people drowning. Wait, like they would have they people... Were, they were having nightmares, and their nightmare was them, like, looking down from, a, a, like, a riverbank watching people drowning. How many people? I don't know. Fucking I don't know. I don't care. Wait. I'm confused. Hold on. Okay. A bunch of people had the same nightmare? Is that what you're saying? Yes, yeah. A bunch of people here in Point Pleasant, West Virginia started having similar nightmares. That's weird. Um, Others were having nightmares of Christmas presents floating in lakes of blood. (laughs) What? Yeah. And so they kind of just assumed, oh, yeah, we're just having bad dreams. And and, and it wasn't really talked about much. But um, there were more and more increasing sightings of the Mothman at this time. And there had also been several sightings in neighborhoods and around the Silver Bridge. And the Silver Bridge is connected West Virginia to Ohio across a large river. Do you know how everybody got to learn that they all had similar dreams? Yeah, that's coming. Okay. I'll put that in my pocket. Yeah, yeah. no one really talked much about their dreams and because it didn't really make sense why. Like, they didn't know they were all in the same dream. They're just like, oh, I'm just having a weird dream. Um, but on December 15th, 1967, during rush hour traffic, the Silver Bridge collapsed. And 46 people died. Oof. And many more were injured. Can I tell you about my... I don't want to say my biggest fear. It may be my biggest fear. Because I've, I've told you, I don't like using that phrase. Yeah. But... I get very antsy when I stop on a bridge. If I'm driving and I stop on a bridge, I That's fair. I start to panic. And I don't do that often. I feel the same way when I stop on railroad tracks. I mean like they say not to do that, but I get so fucking nervous. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> You're right. I really need to stop. I but of all the people that have stopped on bridges, the chances of it collapsing while you're stopped on it are very slim. Yeah. But that scares the shit out of me. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, too, this bridge collapsed just because there was, like, a hairline fracture in one of the support beams. That, that could not have been caught by anything. It was They were only able to find it just by searching through afterwards and seeing how it broke. And they could see, okay, yeah, there was this small crack that had been, like, starting to rush, rust through, and that's where it snapped. Like, uh, yeah. And, like, sure. I'm never bri- driving again. <laughs> <laughs> right? And bridge construction's come a long way since the 60s. But, yeah, like, I feel you. I, I understand why you'd be afraid of just hanging out on a bridge. So scary. Yeah. I know. Well, when Nessa and I took our trip to San Francisco, we drove across the Golden Gate Bridge. And it's fucking gorgeous. But there is just something so terrifying about driving across this giant-ass bridge that you don't know. Fucking just poof. Done. Right there into the middle of the ocean. Or into the sea, I guess, if since it's like a bay area. I don't know. It'd be this sea? I don't know. The bay. I think it all started um, driving on the Oakland Bridge. 
Okay. So similar area, but yeah. there was ex- Oakland Bridge Bridge. extreme traffic. And we weren't even on the top part where you can like see over the bay. Mm-hmm. We were underneath on the bottom the oh, yeah. the bottom layer where you can't even see shit. Yeah, so it's, so it's just cool. you feel like you're in a tunnel, but you know directly underneath you is just straight water. And we sat on that bridge for about 45 minutes because of traffic. Yeah. So my heart's racing the entire time thinking if this thing collapses, I'm dead. <laughs> right? And ever, I think that's when I'll start. Ever since then, I get nervous whenever I stop on a bridge. That's fair. But yeah, so th- there had been no signs of this breaking beforehand. just happened. And so... That's comforting. This incident gave rise to the legend and connected the Mothman sightings to the bridge collapse. Because a lot of people had been seeing the Mothman around the Silver Bridge several days before it collapsed. And after people started talking about their dreams and started connecting them, there was people drowning in a river. And this was a week before Christmas. Wait, didn't you say December 22nd? No, the December 16th. Oh, December 16th. And so, I mean, it's, I, there's no real proof, I guess, but I mean, it's very possible some of these people coming home from rush hour traffic had a whole bunch of Christmas presents in their car. I Could mean, have. And so yeah. Christmas presents floating I around understand. in blood or, or maybe somebody having that dream was just like, oh, fuck, my in-laws are coming over for Christmas. Uh, and then they start having stress dreams about presents floating through a blood lake. Who knows? I don't. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so ah. a lot of people started realizing they were having the same dream, and they were like, oh, well. And so there had been sightings of the Mothman in these neighborhoods where people were having dreams, and there had been sightings around the Silver Bridge several days before it collapsed. And so this kind of pushed on to the the lore of Mothman being... I think more than just a big creature also being like this supernatural entity. I like the connection of the dreams and the bridge collapsing. Yeah. That sounds bad. <laughs> I liked that. Like what you were talking about, it, I got scared, but then I got a boner. Now, I, I now like, I'm enjoying okay. it. <laughs> Tell me about the bad. blood lake again. <laughs> I I can follow the connection between the dreams and, and the bridge collapsing, but I still don't... I. I don't follow the connection between the Mothman and the bridge collapsing. Okay. You what you said makes I will, sense. That I understand. Yeah. But I can't get along with the idea that the Mothman has anything to do with the bridge collapsing. Okay. That's fair. I'll I'll go into a several other stories here and we'll see if that changes your perception or at least helps you understand why that connects them at least. And we'll see after I finish this also. Yeah, chug that beer, and then we'll see, with it being a little looser. If, if we can... can jam it in there. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, God damn it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, bridge collapse, rough. That actually happened, unfortunately. And I like it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, some of the survivors of the bridge collapse... Um, started connecting their dreams, like started connecting it to the Mothman, and they started talking to people about the Mothman. And some of those people stated that they were allegedly visited by government agents trying to keep them quiet about the Mothman. Ooh. Whoa. Which we've talked about. You just threw in a little (laughs) loop-dee. Which we've talked about government agents all dressed in black and such 
trying to keep things quiet. Yes. So that throws another little pin in the wheel. Oh, okay. So after 1967, there weren't any other reported sightings of the Mothman in West Virginia. But there are plenty of stories about the Black Bird Man that was seen several days before the Chernobyl disaster happened. Do you know you know about the Chernobyl disaster, right? Okay. Yes. Yeah. So <clears throat> I, I've I did a lot of research into this one, and it's unfortunate because I think this one's been a little debunked, but at the same time, it's still like I couldn't find a straight answer. A lot of people are saying this theory about this black bird man that was seen in Chernobyl. Where they make time-traveling liquids? No. Come on. They make specific cancer-healing acids. Jeez. Get your theories right, Reach. Reggie? Reggie Smears? <laughs> Keith told me to say that, by the way. <laughs> Thanks for being a goat, Keith. Thanks, Keith. Give me that that name. <laughs> but yeah, so a lot, of, a lot of theorists have dug into this one, and... There are a lot of stories I found of accounts of people saying this, but I mean, I couldn't find proof of the accounts of the people existed. But I mean, there those are also people in Russia from when you know Chernobyl happened. I think which was in the seventies, late seventies. Ah, I fucking forgot to write down the date. In the seventies. Yeah. Um, and then there was a lot of other people that said, "Oh no, this theory only came up when the movie The Mothman Prophecies came out." And that this was talked about in the movie The Mothman Prophecies, and then it just kind of spun off into this mm. giant misinformation. So there's so. more than one Mothman. And so, yeah, so this Unless is where it brings it's a in. paranormal thing where it's just like he can transfer to yeah. place to place. So it could be a unidentified creature, and there's a whole bunch of these unidentified creatures or something. Or, like, yeah, it could be this paranormal being that's just traveling around. Who knows? Okay. Um, but yeah, so... Whether it's real or not, I'm still going to tell the story. But so, yeah. Several days before the Chernobyl disaster happened, there were a lot of sightings of this giant crow-like looking creature that had very dark, large red eyes. So, I mean, that's a pretty close comparison. Sounds like somebody else I know. <laughs> that Yeah, that one guy you were telling me about who doesn't work out his lights. <laughs> Yeah, um, and so, but this also isn't the only sighting of this black bird man in Russia. So I wasn't able to fully prove that the sightings were happening around the Chernobyl disaster, but there is plenty of accounted for sightings um, in nearby Russia. In a Georgian newspaper, um, a Russian ufologist claims that Mothman sightings in Moscow foreshadowed the 1999 Russian apartment bombings. So there, those are those are some documented sightings, sightings of this. We'll just call it Mothman, right before the large bombings there in 1999. Wow. There's also reports that there were, and there was even some pictures taken. I looked at them. Eh, I mean, just like any picture that you see of. A cryptid or an alien or a ghost or anything. I mean, our cameras and our computers have gotten so good now that you can make it look like anything's there, really. So, I mean, I won't say it's fake, 
But, I mean, I, I won't say it's real either. But there were pictures taken during 9-11 in New York City the day before, or so on 9-10, not 9-11. The day before 9-11, there were pictures taken of Mothman. I had no idea. Neither did I. Yeah. Like in New York? Yeah, in New York City the day before 9-11. I want to see those. Yeah, I can show them to you. Um, and so that was one of the more prominent ones. I, I started fuck. seeing I started seeing uh, listings of these pictures being posted in 2012. And so it's possible that, hmm. you know, between two... Th- I feel like if I saw pictures posted in 2017, I'm like, oh, that's just fucking somebody editing that Definitely in later. doctored. Yeah, but I mean, 2012, yeah. so possible. Or, sorry, not 2012. <laughs> 2002. Oh. Because, yeah. Even more believable. Yeah. At that point. Because technology really wasn't that advanced as it is now. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, if it was something relatively recent, you could easily edit those in. Fucking, I don't know very much about Photoshop, and I could probably Photoshop something in to make it look somewhat realistic. I remember in 2003 or 2004, my dad worked for uh, Utah Career College. Okay. And... They taught, like, Excel and Word and that kind of stuff. There was a little bit of Photoshop going on, but it wasn't, as, it wasn't like, as advanced as it was now. It was like yeah. adding a photo within a photo. And it's like, <laughs> oh, clearly you can see that that dragon doesn't belong yeah. in this city. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, so, yeah. So, I was seeing pictures of that posted in 2002 at least. Okay, okay. So, I mean, it's possible. Also possible somebody still edited it, but who knows. Hmm. And uh, some recent recitings. In 2016, uh, WCHS-TV published a photo that purportedly said... They're on your side. Yeah, exactly. WCHS-TV, we're on your side. Yep. (laughs) We're actively gaining your trust back. (laughs) Sorry, that was a Wells Fargo joke. Um, (laughs) So yeah, they, they said that they had Mothman pictures taken by an anonymous anonymous man while driving i also looked at those pictures and it does look like a mothman but at the same time it could also just look like a big bird carrying something in its talons that is making its legs look bigger than it is i mean you really don't know like a snake yeah like maybe yeah maybe like a big snake or something it could yeah could be just a big owl carrying a big snake having dangly legs because I mean, it it definitely doesn't look like a giant man, but it doesn't huh. look like just a bird either. So, okay. I mean, it's... Uh, it's maybe deb- a crane? Debatable. <laughs> yeah, maybe a sandhill crane. A shite, uh, shite poke. <laughs> and so, but more recently, in 2017 and 2018, there have been over 55 sightings of, mo- of a mothman... In Chicago. Chicago? Yeah. Has there been any major events in Chicago? No, I shouldn't say events because that sounds bad because <laughs> Mothman is is uh, connected with people dying. Yeah. Has there been any horrible events happening in Chicago? So I Other actually... gang violence. I, I tried like looking into... So I'm wondering if it's possibly a different creature... 
I was wondering if it was worth its own episode, but since it's been such a recent folklore in Chicago right now, I figured, hey, let's just add this in. Especially since there's not a whole lot of history on Mothman itself. So I figured this will work. I looked up the Mothman, Chicago Mothman. It's just what they're calling it, Chicago Mothman. And at least from what I can understand, the sightings all match up for at least the description. But there hasn't been any, like, crazy incidents or anything that have been happening in Chicago. At least that are blamed on the Chicago Mothman. So, okay. here in a minute, I'm going to go into the theories. And I'll give you what I found myself personally after doing some digging. Yeah, it took me a while. But I maybe found some shit. Connected some things. So, if I'm right... Men in black, leave me alone or something. Don't come to my house. I know I shouldn't connect the dots myself, but I'm gonna. I won't answer the door. <laughs> because it's either men in black or little girls trying to sell chocolate. Either way, I'm gonna punch them in the face. <laughs> the little girl too? <laughs> well, I might buy chocolate first and then punch her in the face. But you never know. No soliciting. I've got a sign on my door. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I want some chocolate, but don't bother me again. Exactly. Come on. I buy my chocolates from Walmart from the cute little girl scouts outside of there. You don't need to come to my house. <laughs> and tell your friends, too. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Oh, you're my neighbor? I'm so sorry. Don't cry. It's okay. Hey, hey. Here's some chocolate. <laughs> I just bought it some, some fucking weirdo. You can have it. <laughs> So anyways, let's get into theory number one. Oh, God. So. Fucking Mothman, yo. Yeah, Mothman, broski. So I, okay. That .5 stars mm -hmm. that I understood what Mothman was. Yeah. We can, oh, did I say .5? You I was said like point .1. one. Out of five stars. We can say point zero. <laughs> yeah, zero let's point just say zero. zero stars out of five. Because I knew that there was a name. Which is nothing. <laughs> right. I had no idea that it was associated with, like, death. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now I'm terrified. So this, what's fun about this character is, like, we did El Chupacabra, which that's clearly, like, that's just thought of as a cryptid. You know what I mean? But when you get into Mothman... It walks the line between it being a cryptid, or maybe it's... Well, I don't want to talk about it too much until I get into theories, but that's the funny thing about the Mothman, is it goes from very rational explanations to, okay, maybe here's a little weird, unexplained. Okay, here's a extra weird, unexplained, and here's just fucking crazy. So it's got it's got levels to it. And that's, okay, and this may get into theories too. I don't know if I'm jumping the gun on this one. But with, when, when we started in West Virginia, my first thought was they're just drinking a shit ton of moonshine. And those guys <laughs> are on something too extreme. They're fucking rocking it out there, yeah. Yes, and that's what they were seeing in, in some of these things that were going on. Yeah. But then when we bring it into Germany? Yeah. Uh, well, so there, I actually left out two other sightings. I'm glad you brought it back to Germany because I was talking about Russia, which is probably what you're shooting for. It's my bad. But there was in 1982, I believe, there was a, a coal mine in Germany. These coal miners were going into the mine 
and they heard this loud, just blood-curdling scream come out from the mine. And there was no one there. They had already, like, there wasn't workers. They were just going in for the morning. There's, oh, what the hell is that? They go in to see, and they just see these bright lead, red lights in the shadows of this coal mine. And this creature starts kind of waddling at them, almost like a giant penguin, they described it as. And then it, then that's when it hovered up and started flying at them. And they had, Whoa. they ran out of the mine and this go, this giant bird thing just whoosh, out of the mine that they said looked like a giant bird man. And then an hour later, the mine collapsed. Whoa. Did anybody die? No. Because they were fucking confused about what had just happened in the mine. They were all staying out of it. I feel like that debunks everything that Mothman is all about. I don't know. Everything that the Mothman represents is <laughs> is debunked with that story right there. It's supposed to lead to death and nobody died. Well, bony. Well, Big fat bony. Well, we'll see how it's explained okay. in the theories. I have mixed feelings, but we can carry on. It's exciting. It's exciting. But yeah, so, but you were about to say going back to Russia. Russia is where we went to go. Yeah. Those guys drink a lot of vodka. Mm-hmm. So maybe they were fucked up too, but. It's possible. <sighs> yeah. It's tough. Yeah, there was another sighting that I didn't put into the notes here because there was a lot of just discrepancies in the story. But fucking once again, just like the Chernobyl story, I'll at least just tell it anyways. But there was a, a mother who was having a fight with her husband. And they were, it was the husband apparently got a little abusive. So she grabbed the child and just ran out of the house. Good and while she was running towards her car... This giant creature soundlessly just floated on top of her car. Just, it wasn't like a boom, like this giant thing landed there. It was this giant creature, but it still just, like, just hovered onto her car. I don't like it. Matched the description of the Mothman. And this okay. was in West Virginia as well. So then she started turning back to run back to her house. And she said that the Mothman swooped at her and tried to take her baby. Yeah. Or maybe it was trying to get her out of this abusive relationship. Who knows? Did anybody die? No. Then, again, everything... The but she said she hit her face on the concrete, at least in the story. She, like, was running away and tripped, and she hit her head on the concrete. She didn't pass out or anything, but she just tripped and fell, bam! And, it's, and that's when it, like, swooped at her. And she said that if it wasn't for her tripping, it probably would have grabbed either her or her baby just trying to think of the mothman's motives yeah in that situation maybe maybe the mothman saw that if the she stayed in the relationship maybe the husband would, would like kill her or something kill her or the baby so he's like yeah. i need to save so maybe nope. he's trying to protect her Wait, but but that's not what the mothman's about or maybe it was this evil thing that was trying to just Snatch up some easy tender baby meat. Because we all know babies are tender and delicious. But. (laughs) (laughs) That's where I was going to go. You beat me to it. Ah, sorry. (laughs) But maybe only the Mothman would know that. Hmm. Who knows? Enough. Again, West Virginia moonshine. Yes. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Let's just hop into it. Theory number one. I'm ready. Mutated bird. So we kind of brought up the TNT area earlier. 
Um, and it's believed that this area, because it's also one of the highest sightings areas as well of the oh, Mothman. Oh, okay, okay. And so it could be believed that this is like its home, quote unquote. Um, and this area as well, because of the ammunition depot and other things that were stored in these large containers, yeah, it's believed that there has been numerous chemical spills in this area. And like I said, it's now a wildlife preserve. Mm-hmm. And so it's possible maybe like a large breed of bird got me- mixed up into some of these fucking chemicals or something Ooh. and just slowly got mutated into this giant fucking weird thing. And so it's not a cryptid, it's just a mutated bird. Yeah. And that would explain the whole Russia one too. Yeah, but I not, mean, maybe it's. But not the Germany bird. one. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it would. Ex- I don't know if it exactly explained the Chicago one either. Yeah, but I mean, sh- I mean, Chicago's not exactly super close to. I mean, Illinois is not super close to West Virginia, but I mean, they're closer than kinda to Utah or something. I mean, sure. When was the Chicago one? What would they? Those have been like within the last two years. Those are recent. Yeah. Fuh. Exactly. Maybe they migrated. But for what purpose? Yeah. Migration normally is like over years and years and years they understood that they need to travel for breeding and shit. Yeah, but I mean if it's mutated, who knows? It yeah. might have its own fucking weird cracked out brain of where I'm going to go hang out. Yeah. I'm sick of all these fucking weirdo West Virginians in the forests. I'm going to go hang out with weirdos in Chicago on the buildings. I, I, f- I follow it a little bit, but there's a couple holes. So, only a couple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. I'm glad to see you not being as cynical as normal, though. So good job. Thanks. You're not like right off the bat. No, fucking no. Like, okay, okay. Well, I mean, uh, I'm trying to connect. <laughs> I'll keep giving it thought. Good job. Theory number two. Yeah. So it could just be a very large bird combined with mass hysteria. Now we've uh, talked about mass yeah, hysteria in the yeah, past. Yeah. This is what that that uh, the scientist from or the wildlife biologist Dr. Robert L. Smith from West Virginia University was kind of claiming is it, it could just be a very large bird or the sandhill crane, and you know people weren't used to seeing it, and so it hadn't you know, and so it could have just been misrepresented, yeah. or as well like we've talked about, it could be a, a an official cryptid. It's just a very large bird that hasn't been discovered yet, but because of the mass hysteria around it as well, people are having these additional delusions paired with their sightings, making it seem darker and creepier than it actually is. And, like, you you get that one person in, like, a town or group of people that that say it's one thing, Mm -hmm. and everyone falls, like a bishop, Let's say in our community, yeah. like a bishop says something happened, and like a couple people are like, "Yeah, I oh, can I testify." That. He he never lies about that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and then it just travels fast, and then everyone's like, "Yeah, yeah, this thing happened, and this is the way that it is." Yeah. Well, and so one connection to that I think as well is the dreams. People didn't start talking about the dreams and their sightings of the Mothman until after the Silver Bridge collapsed. And so it's super easy that maybe three people, four people said I had a dream. Oh, and maybe three or four people said, oh, I saw sightings of the Mothman here at the bridge. But then 
once people started connecting the dots, a whole bunch of people were like, oh, yeah, I also had that dream. Oh, I also saw something over there. You know what I mean? With that mass hysteria mm-hmm. comes just a lot of psychological issues that your brain does automatically connecting these random dots. So it's possible. Who knows? Okay. But I would also like to say before the bridge collapsed, there had been over a hundred sightings from different people that reported sightings of the Mothman within a 13 month time frame. So it was something going on. So, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, if it's a giant bird that maybe people just didn't know about, I don't consider those people crazy. They just didn't know what they were seeing and it's dark and they're a little spooked. Who knows? But something was being seen. I believe that for sure. Hmm. Theory number three, aliens. This whole fucking time. (laughs) This whole fucking time I'm thinking, what if it was just a fucking alien? Yeah. Well, and so folklorist John Harold Brunvend, I don't know. He's done a lot of uh, research into ufology and also into the Mothman itself. And he states that the Mothman was widely covered in the newspaper and those widely covered sightings also matched up with claimed sightings of UFOs within that time frame. So, and uh, in his 1975 book, The Mothman Prophecies, which was later adapted into the movie starring Richard Gere, which I'm assuming you didn't see, that's okay, uh, author John Keel claimed that the Point Pleasant residents experienced these precognitive premonitions in their dreams of Mm -hmm. the collapse of the silver bridge um and so i mean that's one thing that kind of connects to aliens is these kind of telepathic visions and Hmm. speaking telepathic talk and stuff like that um there was a lot of unidentified flying object sightings whether it was the mothman itself or ufo sightings and then especially wrapping up with these visits from the threatening men in black and other strange phenomena that they were seeing. Yeah, I like the connection. Possible a lot. that the Mothman was just an alien, especially since the sighting stopped after about thirteen months and it went somewhere else. Yeah. So I mean, maybe Mothman was an alien, or it was uh, some type of alien experiment that was released, similar to like what we talked about with the El Chupacabras. You know I mean, who knows? Experimentals. Yeah. Experimente Experimentes. Yeah. So who knows? I feel like that one's got some weight to it. I like them. Now, theory number four. Wrapping it up to the beginning. Mothman is a harbinger of death. So, I noticed that when I said harbingers of death at the very beginning, you didn't quite catch what I meant. (laughs) Which, I that's okay. No big deal. I'm just going to hurry and pull up the definition real quick. Which I will say I'm proud of my internet today. Normally when we try to search things, it fucking never works. And <laughs> even before we started this episode, I was having issues connecting to the internet. So I was nervous. But hey, it's working great. So, so far, so good. Yeah. So a harbinger is a person or entity or thing that announces or signals the approach of another or a forerunner of something to come. So if it's a harbinger of death... It's a person, place, or thing that announces the signals of an oncoming death or doom. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the beliefs of it being a harbinger of death 
especially with the sightings around the TNT area, which in the early 60s they were stating it was leaking radioactive fluids, so maybe it was trying to ward people away from that area because they could get hurt. Yeah. Uh, the Silver Bridge disaster, after sightings of that, they thought maybe the Mothman was like a guardian angel. It was trying to warn these people of an impending doom. Like that couple in West Virginia, or that lady that, that was trying to leave an yeah. abusive relationship. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, another part of that with the Harbinger of Death is some people are thinking maybe it's causing those disasters. Because an, there are other folklores of Harbingers of Death that they will sometimes cause the death, and then they feed off of the energy that comes with death. Which, I mean, that's there's a lot of spirits, demons, angels, whatever you want to go off of that talks about feeding off of the energy that's released when somebody dies or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who knows? So that's where wow. it's kind of bounced out. Harbinger of death, but it also goes for good or for bad. Maybe it's like a guardian angel type of warning system, or maybe it's a, oh, I'm, I'm going to fuck fucking, shit up fucking do stuff here and watch it burn. You know what I mean? Who knows? Wow. And so that would kind of make sense with the sightings in Pripyat, Russia, for the Chernobyl. I like that. Does, Say does that again. Pripyat? Yeah. I can do. I can say some things pretty cool. I mean, maybe I didn't pronounce it properly, but I've heard sounded, people say that. It sounded cool. sounded pretty official. Uh, and then, of course, the Germany tunnels. I mean, those mines going down. It's kind of like a warning shot yeah, to them. New York with the 9-11. And so if it is a harbinger of death of this warnings of doom, if that's true, what's happening in Chicago soon? Yeah, that's what I was wondering is what the fuck if it's showing up over the past year and a half. But, okay, in each of the, the events, it shows up like within minutes or several days. Exactly. But with Chicago, we're saying over the past year or so, there's been sightings. So I'm going to say this episode, especially because I knew a lot about Math Mothman already, didn't take me very long to write. This part here, though, doing the research for this, trying to connect the dots for fun... Took me about four hours. <laughs> I'm just going to say that now. So I tried linking up the Chicago Mothman sightings within a month time frame of disasters or incidents that happened in Chicago. And I was Someone. able to find... <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Your wife, Todd? What? What? <laughs> just <laughs> nothing is going wrong. I don't believe in any of this. I'm just, I'm just trying to do it for writing's sake. And I'm also trying to save people in Chicago. <laughs> Honey, please. Pizza is ready. Just come upstairs. Is it Chicago-style pizza? Because if it is, we're fucked. <laughs> but anyways, I did some research. Okay. <laughs> and so there was a blizzard in March of 2017... That fell in the same same time frame of when a sighting was. That allegedly killed multiple people. I mean, people got trapped in their cars when this blizzard went through and killed some people. So that's possible. Um, the sightings weren't in the area of Chicago that the people died. But, I mean, the sightings were still recent. So maybe. Okay. Um, and then there was another blizzard that happened in January of 2018 that killed multiple people, almost up to 25 people. Um, and there was also alleged Mothman sightings around within that month as well. 
So those are at least the two main incidents I was able to connect within a month of sightings of the Chicago Mothman. Okay. And those are like natural disasters, though. Yeah. I mean, those are, so... Those are, uh, like, where one was a bridge collapsing, the yeah. other one was radioactive d- blow-up mm-hmm. disasters. Yeah. One was a terrorist or... Yeah, so... Other things. Yeah, so, I mean, disaster. I couldn't find any incidents of, like, freak accidents and stuff or bombs going off or buildings falling over or shit like that. But I was able to find connections of when... People died. It, enough people died that it was considered a disaster. You know what I mean? Which I think is funny that there is actual, actually a definition of when something is considered a disaster based off of how many people die. So, interestingly enough, right? Ouch. Once you get over 20. Just to let you know. That's the number? <laughs> yeah. So, Man. those were at least two disasters I was able to find that linked up with that. Okay. So, I mean, who knows? So let's take it back to theory number one. Just a weird mutated bird. Just a weird mutated bird. That's hard. That's what she said. Sorry, it's too easy. Um, I don't believe that. Sorry, I was taking some time. (laughs) I'd love to talk more. I mean... There's not much to say. I don't. I don't think of what they're seeing, especially in the like the mines. Yeah. I don't think the stuff in Russia. Yeah. I don't think. Uh, I mean, yeah. If you if you try to localize it just to the West Virginia sightings, it, that theory has more weight. But even then, I feel like, especially with mutations and evolutions, and we don't even know what chemicals exactly were spilt. It's a little me. Uh, yeah, I'd say no. Right. You? I would say no. Okay. Same page. Theory number two. Large unidentified bird mixed with mass hysteria. That one I believe more. I can't say that's like a complete yes. Yeah. That's the most reasonable d- option, I believe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, is it's just, it's still a cryptid bird that is unidentified and then people are just freaking out about it. Yeah. I, I think that there's probably some creatures out there, there maybe a few that we've yet to study and come across just because they're maybe the scarcity is that the word I want the sure the rarity the rarity there's the just dangerousness so, yeah and maybe they only come out in certain times of a year yeah so it's just hard to come across them maybe yeah. on top of the mass hysteria which I fully believe could be the case. Yeah. So combined with those two, I believe that more. It's not as exciting. It's not fun. Unfortunately, it's not. But, I mean, most of the time, the not fun explanation is the one that makes the most sense, right? I feel boring. Right? Let's get out of that boring shit and go into theory number three, aliens. Please. (laughs) Okay. This this part, because I was thinking it the whole time. Yeah. Talking about it, no. No. (laughs) No, oh, you almost had me. I was like, "Oh shit, he's getting there." <laughs> I want like because you kept talking about it. Oh, crash landing. It's all right. Bandicoot. It's all good. Um, when you kept talking about all these things, and what had me at the no was the story of you the had lady me at the no. <laughs> Does that makes sense. Yeah, 
the when the lady was trying to leave the house and then the creature just floated down. Mm-hmm. I was like, aliens don't do that. What, Maybe. what do you mean? Maybe, Maybe they it was could. like beamed down or I had like a hover jetpack thingy. That's that's a maybe. <laughs> but I knew I shouldn't have told you that story. I didn't even write it down yet. I had to tell it to you. But I don't think that they it being linked to straight up alien being like like a winged person monster type yeah. thing with red eyes. But like maybe it's just what I imagine an alien looks like. That's fair. It, it doesn't have wings. Yeah. And I mean, we haven't even gotten into like a full-blown just aliens episode where we talk about all the different types of aliens that have been cited, which there are some that have wings. But I digress. At this time, yeah. At this time and place, in this in this conjuncture, it's enough. I'm not I'm not okay. swayed. That's fair. However, theory number 4, it being either an angel demon type creature, harbinger of death, Hey. Now this goes against most things that I believe. Yeah. I put this in the possibly maybe category. I'll take a possibly maybe. Because I don't believe in angel, demons, devils. Yeah. Extraterrestrial. Wait, is that aliens? Yeah, that's aliens. Are you thinking of paranormal? Paranormal. I don't lean on that side as much. That's fair. Yeah, same here. But there's part of me that believes in, like, fate. And, like, sometimes I like to believe that there's some type of guardian angels. Mm-hmm. But maybe aren't so much in the heavens. Yeah. But they're more earthly yeah. beings. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, and I've read some interesting thing about, like, a angel or demon or even ghost sightings just being sightings of creatures in a different dimension but that live here on earth. And so, I mean, like maybe it's something like that. Like maybe just somebody just saw a weird yeah. sighting of this something. And then it just so happened to time up with these incidents. I mean, for how many incidents have been paired with these alleged Mothman sightings? I mean, it's hard to say that they're just coincidence, but it's also yeah. hard to say if these sightings are real or not. Too. So it's... maybe they're not a heavenly being. Yeah. Maybe. The... And, and this could be in a philosophical type, conversation of like heavenly versus earthly type creature things like that yeah so i i can't i don't want to say that i believe in heavenly beings that's that's a different topic and i yeah we've already been down that road but the this is a new idea that maybe there are these types of creatures that are heavenly not heavenly beings they are like what what did we call this creature harbinger of death no well, like, what do we call in theory number four? Harbinger of death. But Like an angel or a demon? Yeah, but they're not so much a heavenly angel or a demon. Mm-hmm. They're an earthly uh, yeah, okay. angel I, I or mean, a yeah. demon. Who's to say that there's not such a thing? I don't know. So I get that. I feel like you've at know. least explained it enough that I won't pull out the goat horn. That's fair. So it, it yeah, it definitely is a maybe. Okay. Or like, a, like the Grim Reaper. Mm-hmm. Like the the Grim Reaper to me isn't a a hell type. Yeah, like it's considered like an angel of death. But it's it's yeah, it's like. Uh, but it's not in another. But it's not like a heaven or hell type of thing. It's just like a. It's here on on yeah. Earth. I get you. I want more words to tell to explain everything. I can tell you that you don't. So okay. that's fair. <laughs> so 
So do I believe theory number four? Yes. Deal. I'll take that. I love it when I can get you to believe a theory number four. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Well, I wanted to finish off the episode by giving you quick background, West Virginia. If we ever go there, they have a Mothman museum that I I would love to go to. What? There's a coffee shop that has special, like, coffees, like Mothman coffees and Mothman cookies. There's a pizzeria that has a special Mothman They've pizza. Taken full advantage. Oh of yeah, this. it's a huge tourist thing there now for Point Ple- or Pleasant Point. Oh yeah. Um, but one thing I'd fucking love to show you is a statue that was built there of the Mothman. Since our internet's working very well, I feel like I need to show you the picture. <laughs> it- I would I would like you to pay acute attention to the very nice pecs and six pack of this Mothman. This is a it's fucking ripped. This is a butterfly. This is a butterfly man who is seeking... <laughs> it's like they made him into a superhero. Yeah, it, it looks like a, scare, a scary butterfly moth superhero mixed with the Silver Surfer. He looks like the Guardian of Pleasant Town. What is it called? <laughs> Guardian of Pleasant Town. Uh, but Point Pleasant. West Point Virginia. Pleasant. He looks like the Guardian of Point Pleasant. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like if we ever get enough listeners of the podcast to where we get money to like be able to tour around and do live shows and stuff hopefully we can do a live show sometime in west virginia and do a quick little stop by in point pleasant to see the mothman shit there because that would be pretty fun take a selfie with the the giant statue wow (laughs) yeah so put that on the cork board which another thing i don't know what it is with statues being connected to conspiracy theories and them having very detailed anuses. This one at least has a less detailed anus than Blucifer from the Denver International Airport. But it still has a very detailed ass. That's for sure. I'm surprised. I don't have a picture for you to show here, but it's... I've seen it. I've I seen wonder, that Mothman ass. I wonder how many sculpt. What do you call someone who does sculptures? A sculpturist. I'm sure. I wonder how many sculpturists are critiqued on their lack of anus drawing <laughs> or sculpting. And they're like, fine, I'll just pay attention to the detail on the anus. Jeez, oh, I mean, like, I was shooting for, like, like a penguin anus type style here. I didn't want to give it a human anus. Uh, but the hard thing about figuring a penguin anus is no matter how long you stare into it, eventually you get kicked out of the zoo. And so... <laughs> <laughs> It was really hard, so I had to just kind of go off of, you know, what was in my memory. So I stood, over very a, good. I stood over a mirror. <laughs> Did my best. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. All right, man. Well. Goddamn. Once again, huge thank you to our wives. Filling us fuck around. Yes. Um, and the support. They're rock stars. Yeah. If you haven't met our wives, you should, because they're badass. Yeah, they're some of the best women in the world. That's for sure. Best people in the world. Um, I want to thank all of our patrons, which is that number's growing, which ex- it's exciting. Um, I want to include our new baby goat shout-out for Ivana Espana. Thank you, Ivana. Yeah, yeah thank you. Um, our first level 9,000 Ultra Mega Goat. Whoa. Yeah. They will get a shout-out for every single episode that they remain at the $20 tier patron <laughs> Lucina she asked me not to say her last name Johnson 
<laughs> I wasn't going to giggle. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, but yeah so thanks. Um, and if you'd like to go s- sign up to be a patron, you can go to patreon.com slash scapegoatspod. It's easy to find. We've got lots of great tiers with lots of great rewards. And it's easy to enter in card information. Exactly. Very useful website. Um, again, please go rate the podcast on iTunes and Facebook. Yeah. Uh, subscribe. Tell For your real. friends about it. Yeah, it, it, seriously. I don't know how many times I hear in a week. I don't want to say a day because it's not very often. Yeah. In a week that I hear, does anybody have any suggestions on podcasts? Yeah. So if you listen to this, just say the name. Yeah, you don't even have to it's say, say your favorite episode. You just, oh, yeah, go go check out Scapegoats. Still, we'd appreciate it. Um, we've got a lot going on at our social media, especially this last month since we haven't been recording. I feel like... Our Hit job it. as podcasters has been social media, which isn't as fun. But, I mean, I feel like we're doing pretty good. It's been all right. I'd like to introduce a new segment at some point Yeah. of, I don't know what we're going to call it, but it would be... We don't know what we're going to call it. Everybody's new favorite segment. <laughs> something to do with responding to scams. Ooh. I That has been my hobby since... We've been on this break. <laughs> and you've been doing exceptionally well. So Because there's a decent amount of spammers on <laughs> Instagram. So I'd like to share that with those. Maybe it's only available to Patreons. Maybe it's something we do on the show. I'm down. Maybe we share it. I don't know how, but if you want to see what we're all about yeah, and see our responses to those, maybe maybe I can give a teaser. Do you want to do, yeah, do it? a teaser real quick? Yeah, whip, whip it out. So I, I want to get your opinion on which one because we've got... We've got a couple ones. We've got the virgin hair. Ooh, do the virgin hair. That one was good. Okay. Um, someone res- sent us a message on Instagram with a picture of a bunch of uh, fake hair that said in here, best virgin hair factory, get price list. They gave us their WhatsApp number. Should I give them the number? No. Um, that. Or info at this.com. So I responded, we already have a virgin hair supplier. Thank you for reaching out. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to fuck with our virgin hair supplier prices. <laughs> it's a big deal. Um, I'm going to do one more just because this is my favorite one. Yeah. And then, again, we can share more. If this something you guys like, we can do more. If it's only available for Patreons, and maybe we do that. Um, but someone sent us a message that says, Hello there, cat emojis. Thanks a lot for following me. In exchange, I want to share you a totally free technique to receive up to 50k real fans quick and easy. This is proof. Link to a website. <laughs> With pictures. My response. Thank you for reaching out. We have a lot of people wondering if they could help us grow our page. We have an unorthodox method we are trying right now <laughs> called the sneeze and pray. It's where we sneeze as much as we can in a day and then pray for more followers. If it works, we'll let you know so you can share with your clients. It's a good one. I'll, I'll read my favorite. Since you said that was your favorite, I'll read my favorite. Okay. We had one that said, Scapegoats, WTF, you are really on here. Go to at NastyList43. You're ranked number 30. This is horrible. Last time I checked, we were number one. <laughs> nice try, though. <laughs> Beat that. <laughs> There's no way we were ranked. <laughs> no way we're number 30. Okay. <laughs> So that's that's been a fun thing. No, the the point is our our social media 
presence is active and alive. So if you've got things to say, let us know. Yeah. Also, real quick though, uh, huge shout out to one of our new goats, Dustin Brunson. Uh, he sent me a message yesterday morning, just letting me know how much he liked the show, uh, suggesting a topic. And I had a great conversation with him pretty much all day long about several different conspiracy theories and just what we did for a living and kind of our background. And that's that's what we love. See? it's It was fun being able to just talk to a fan all day who was just a person. just And we just got to shoot the shit for a little bit. Are, you, if you guys want to do that, if you want to talk about something, reach out to us. You can go to our Facebook page, our Instagram page, our Twitter page. Send us a message. We'll talk because it's fun. We want more of that. It is fun. So, yeah. So, Dustin Brunson, just for that, we're making you go to the month, you son of a bitch. <laughs> we so, blew that up. Yeah. And so he just got a free sticker that I'll ask for his address and send out to him. Um, and you can win uh, go to the month as well. So, by sharing the page with your friend. By reviewing the page or by leaving a good comment or suggesting a topic, you can win Go to the Month and get a cool free decal sticker to go in your car. That's a $5 value. So Or more. <laughs> or even, Sometimes more. Depending on the day of the week. <laughs> exactly. Oh, last thing, plug in um, shirts and hats up on the page. Yes. Check that out. If you need to order that, let us mm-hmm. know. Um, there's codes coming out. If you check out on social feeds, that will save you some money. But right now, you can... Get them on our page, so order all that. Yeah. It's coming. Um, more shirts that are bought, more hats that are bought equals more shirts down the road, more hats yeah. down the road. Better quality microphones, better recording equipment. Maybe bed sheets? I mean, <laughs> as lucrative as Scapegoat's bed sheets sounds, I am thinking yes. Okay. <laughs> all right, cool. <laughs> yeah, so go check out that merch on our website if you want to look into those. So, Regis, <sighs> till next time. Don't be a sheep. Be a goat.